Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What, the podcast with Ashley Sleek. That's me. Hi, happy freaking December. Can you believe that we are in December? I I cannot. And um, I'm sorry I wasn't on last week. I came down with this obnoxiously awful cold and my voice sounded just so garbage like I I was thinking if someone was going to listen to my podcast right now, they would literally never listen to me again. I sound like a horse with like something stuck in his foot and he's irritated. You know, it was just it was all bad, not good. And um, but I'm happy to be back on the podcast and big, exciting news. You can now listen to I'm Sorry What on Apple Podcasts. I'm so excited. It's super easy. You can just literally search I'm Sorry What the podcast. There's actually a few other I'm Sorry What podcasts that are on the network, but mine is the one with the pink logo and it says with Ashley Sleek. So pretty easy to find. And of course, the link is also in my bio on my Instagram. And I'm really excited about this because I don't know, there was something just so cool about listening to myself because that's how I listen on my podcast. And by all, I mean the two podcasts I listen to, which is obviously Straight Up with Stassi and My Favorite Murder. Uh, Yes, I am a murderino who is afraid to be home alone, so it's probably not the best mix, but whatever. Um, Anyway, so I'm really excited to be on there and I hope to get some listeners on there and, you know, really build up this podcast because this is truly what I love doing. I love talking to people. I love being on the radio. I wish that was still my full-time job, although I love working for Ghirardelli. So if my bosses are listening, like, don't fire me. But, um, you know, I love being on Kiss FM in Medford. And I just like doing this podcast. I love doing the one with my sister. Uh, That one is also on Apple Podcasts now. So you can also type in The Real Sisters. And we are actually the only person with that name. So a little bit easier to find. And yeah, so um, as I say on my favorite murder podcast, that kind of takes care of the housekeeping of I'm Sorry What podcast. And you guys, I have so much to tell you. I mean, I think I'm on a downward spiral. And I had such a realization today when I was driving home trying to focus because I was so freaking hungover. Um, I yesterday, my friend Monica, we did the Healdsburg beer bike. And if you know me, um, you know, I will I love anything that's on wheels that involves drinking that doesn't involve us driving. So I've done three beer bikes so far. I did the first one in Palm Springs, second one in Reno, and then this one in Healdsburg. It is a lot of work to pedal, although the one in Palm Springs is actually all super automatic and the pedals are fake. They don't even work. So I kind of expected them all to be like that. And that's not true, but it was so much freaking fun. Um, We went to three different bars, but I, um, yeah, I got really hungover and I wasn't super anticipating that. I did throw up, but that's because Jimmy and I made the mistake of getting Taco Bell and I keep doing this and I literally, my body rejects Taco Bell and that makes me so heartbroken, especially since I discovered Taco Bell Cantina, which is literally God's gift to the world. But I, I, I don't know. I, I throw it up every time. My body rejects it. It hates it. It hates fun. My body hates fun. So I've been a little bit struggling today, but I'm back to life. I clean my freaking car. So I mean, she's recovered. But anyways, here's my epiphany I've been having. So I would say that actually 2019 has been one of my favorite years, you know, in the last few years. They've been really challenging for me. My years have been hard. There's been a lot going on. I love 2019. Towards the end of this month, I'll do a whole podcast about that and blog because I did a blog 
back in the beginning of this year about how horrible my 2018 was. And it's really fun to see how far I've come. But I've noticed that I'm kind of going back to this like dark downward spiral. And I was really thinking about it. And I'm like, what is it? But I noticed that when one thing starts in my life, everything kind of falls apart. So I kind of break it down to me as my top things are job, like job slash career, finances, friends, and health. And that is physical and mental. So I noticed that for a while I was kind of coasting and doing pretty well on money. I wasn't really having like I was paycheck to paycheck still, but I had this like nice wiggle room of like where I could actually do stuff I wanted to and I didn't have to put on a credit card. Um, But with December, November happening, I think kind of after, um, you know, to be honest, I had like the timing of my best friend Julie's wedding and when my sister wanted to plan her bachelorette party kind of like coincided within the same few months between September, October and November. And I found myself very poor and I not like not in an annoying way, obviously not very poor. That's annoying that I said that and I'm too lazy to edit this podcast, but just that I wasn't in this comfortable place anymore. And now I really am back to a very serious paycheck to paycheck where I literally just had to tell my dad, luckily I'm still on their car insurance. So I pay them. And I was like, hi, yes, not going to make that bill. And then I, so in these last few months that I've been feeling out of control with my finances, I've noticed that my mental health's gone down a little bit. I haven't been sleeping. My eating is so bad. I canceled my Weight Watchers, um, which was a big no-no, but I also, it was the money thing. I'm like, I can't spend $20 a month right now on this. So I canceled that. I have not worked out in so long, and my physical health has been so bad. I mean, obviously, I just caught that cold, but I have lupus, fibromyalgia, and Crohn's in my stomach. I've been throwing up all the time. My joints hurt. I've just been miserable these last, like, even more, it's like it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And then I realized that today I'm like, it's because I feel like I'm out of control. And when that happens, it all is like fun. It's literally like like someone took the bright Jenga piece down and my world is like crumbling. And there's there's nothing really bad happening to me. That's not what I'm trying to say. But mentally and physically, because, you know, they affect each other. It's like I'm just not doing good. And it's all kind of stems from like I lost control over this one piece of my life. And now all the bricks are falling. And maybe you're like, Ashley, that makes sense. Everything's connected. But wow, it did not hit me until today. And my hungover state in my car. And I was like, wow, even hungover me is a freaking genius. So Obviously, I need to get a little plan together, kind of maybe go back and do some DoorDash, maybe really look at what I'm paying for, maybe cancel some. I don't really have that many subscriptions. I mean, I already canceled Weight Watchers. I have to pay for Adobe, but, you know, I'm not going to stop doing my podcast or my radio show, so I'll need that. But maybe I can, you know, kind of cut some illogical spending. I actually did not buy myself anything on Black Friday, except I did splurge and get myself one new lip kit from Shades by Shan, which if you haven't heard of Shades by Shan, it's my favorite freaking makeup. It's like the first time I got excited about makeup in a long time was when um, Shan, who used to be on 99.7 in the Bay Area in San Francisco, if you're from California, um, <clears throat> the North Bay, you definitely know who she is. She started a makeup company that's also a nonprofit for her Mama Berries Foundation to help single mothers because she was raised by a single mother. And I'm literally obsessed with the makeup. I have 
two no i have one eyeshadow palette i have the blush and i have i think now four lip kits um with the addition of this one it's that i wear um I've been wearing my Kylie Jenner actually pumpkin spice lip kit a lot because I like the dark kind of like nude color, but I wanted a different one. And she has one that's kind of, it's I think I got the sunset and I'm really excited to try it out tomorrow. So I'm sure I'll post a video, but that's the only thing I splurged on and it was 20 bucks. And I mean, I just I wanted it. I lost a little control. I was like, I want this thing. And I don't know. I've just been trying to play catch up hardcore. And so this weekend, I threw Jimmy a surprise party, which is also something really exciting I wanted to tell you about. So Jimmy um, turned the big 3-2 this past weekend. So his birthday was the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So on Black Friday, I told him, I was like, hey, you know, um, I don't know what you want to do for your birthday, but Friday, I would really like to take you for a nice dinner and stay in Walnut Creek because, you know, Jimmy lives in Petaluma. I live in Livermore. We're long distance. It's hard. And, you know, like I live with my parents. He lives with his parents. So it's not always this fun arrangement for us to kind of spend the night at each other's house like a sleepover. Um, so it's like, I'll get us a hotel, blah, blah, blah. But what I was really doing was gathering our closest friends to Dave and Buster's in Concord. And if you spend a second with Jimmy, you'll know that that is his favorite freaking place in the whole world. He loves Dave and Buster's. He is a 13 year old child on the inside and he was all about it. So we, it was really funny because we get to the hotel and it's in Wanted Creek and my best friend Kim and Alex, they live in, well, she lives in Wanted Creek and, you know, Jimmy and I hang out with them all the time. So immediately he gets to the hotel and he's like, okay, so where's Kim and Alex? Like kind of being like, I know you, I know you're going to surprise me with them. So where are they? And I'm like, Jimmy, they're not coming like and obviously I knew that they were gonna be here and I'm like this fucking bitch just can't like let me throw a party so then you know I went full Ashley dramatic I'm like oh so I'm not good enough for you like you don't want to party with just me like that's so rude Jimmy like I just want us to have this nice night I picked Walnut Creek because it's in between like we like to meet there all the time blah 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 you know playing the whole mad card and I was a little mad because I was like ew what if I didn't plan him a surprise party and now he's like well I'm not good enough because Kim and Alex aren't there and I get it they're fun but like ugh you know? So anyways, um, he, I actually ended up having Kim, I called her so she could be like, she played it off so beautifully of like, oh, um, you know, her dad's birthday is the same day as Jimmy. So she's like, Jimmy, you know, like celebrating my dad's birthday. Like, you know, I'm busy this weekend, blah, blah, blah. So it was beautifully well done and executed. And I loved it so much. And then, so I take him in the Uber, I blindfold him in the Uber and I, of course, called the driver first. because like, hey, I'm going to be bringing my blindfolded boyfriend into the car. Like, please don't be concerned. And it was annoying because I was trying to get the blindfold on faster so we couldn't see which way on the freeway we we're going. He's being such a little bitch about it. I'm like, just let me throw you a fucking party. OK, so I blindfold him. I get him in the car. And then our Uber driver misses the exit. So now it's taking a little bit longer because I mapped it and I was like to downtown Wanted Creek and to Concord. They were like kind of similar in time um, to get to the Dave and Buster. So I was like, this is perfect. But she missed the exit. And he's like, can I ask how long we have until we get there? And I was like, we're going to be sitting here for another like five to seven minutes. He's like, OK, so we're going to Concord. We're going to Dave and Buster's. So I pulled my same Ashley bullshit where I was like, that's so rude. I'm like, Jimmy, I hate Dave and Buster's. Like, you made me go there last year. Like, why would I take you there again? The Concord one's not even open. Like, now I feel like my dinner's not as good because you want to play games, blah, blah, blah. 
So I get him out of the car. He takes off his blindfold. He's like excited, whatever. And then he goes in and apparently it's really funny in the video because you see that we're holding hands. We walk in and then he sees everybody and he dips on me. He's like, bye. You were never good enough for me. Like I got to go. Um, Totally dips. And it was a super, super great night. So it was really fun. But unfortunately, you know, I usually have Jimmy pay for all of my stuff, but it's his birthday. So um, I had to buy things for myself and that sucked. But it was still really fun. <laughs> I'm such a brat. So then the next day, um, my good friend Tiffany, she had a double lung transplant from um, having cystic fibrosis. And we celebrated her three year lung anniversary. And we threw her a Taylor Swift themed bash uh, called Loverversary. You guys, this party was insanely perfect. We had the backdrop that looked just like the Lover cover album. Um, we had a sign that said Loverversary and Kim changed the E to be a three for three years. We got her, um, we all wore matching spirit jerseys that had like a lung on the front and said Tiff's got lungs on the back. It was super cute. Um, we played boyfriend bingo where I would like kind of give a clue about um one of Taylor Swift's exes and then kind of say the name and then whoever won they got to give out they got to make someone drink four times because like I didn't do prizes um we did Taylor Swift uh finish the lyric um we did Tiffany or Taylor so I said a fact and you had to see is it Tiffany or is it Taylor uh it was really really fun and we had Taylor Swift I had set up Taylor Swift karaoke we had a um pin the middle finger emoji on Scott Bruschetta and uh Scooter Braun and there was just pictures of Taylor everywhere it was really fun night uh and then Sunday I drove back up to have dinner with our best friends Derek and Haley for Jimmy's actual birthday so it's just been a crazy couple weekends and just trying to catch up and especially with money and everything and Christmas coming up. I'm like, whoo, girl. So I just I just noticed that about myself. and I thought maybe it'd be helpful for someone else. Like if you're starting to feel like, you know, I definitely have gained like my clothes are like not fitting as well as they were. And I was really excited because I was dropping all these LBs like the hottest bitch in town. And now I'm kind of getting them all back and I'm bummed. But it's because I'm just losing all of my control because of this. So now that I feel I understand what's going on, I think I get more centered and zen. And tomorrow, it's Sunday when I'm recording. This podcast will be posted tomorrow. And hopefully, I will be up early morning riding the bike, you know, just getting my fucking shit together. Because I worked really hard. And it's gonna be super stupid if I just go back to being really fucking fat. Like, you know, I mean, body positivity, I was still beautiful. It's not what I'm saying. But I just want to get healthy. Like, my body already fucking sucks. So it's just like when I treat it like shit, it's like, fuck you to me. And I'm just not in the mood. Um, <laughs> so anyways, that's like just this very long update on my life right now and my spiraling. And yes. So if you find yourself kind of in a place where, you know, you're getting really sad and you feel like your mental health's off or physically or something, just really sit down and think about it because it's probably one event that triggered another. And that that really helped me at least get to the cause. Um, I want to jump into Billie Eilish for an I'm sorry what, because this poor fucking girl is getting her shit rocked and I'm annoyed about it on so many fronts. So the first thing that happened, I, actually, I don't know the order. This is just how I read them. So the first thing is Billie Eilish is getting interviewed and she's talking about being nominated for her first ever Grammy. And she's like, I love the Grammys. I grew up watching them. And she's like, but sometimes I have to admit, like, I would be more interested in looking at the fashion than 
you know, the actual Grammy Awards. And her brother was doing the interview with her and she brought up he brought up the iconic Lady Gaga meat suit, which technically I believe was at actually at the American Music Awards and not the Grammys, but it's so iconic. How can you not talk about it? And Billie Eilish responds by saying, yikes, little monsters don't come for me. But everybody was so rude. They tried to start hashtag Billie Eilish's over party. Like, relax, you guys. Okay, I'm just going to give it to you straight. That outfit was not cute. That was not a cute outfit that Lady Gaga wore. Like the meat suit was fucking weird. Was it iconic? Absolutely. But most outfits that are iconic are a little bit weird. Like, you know, Jennifer Lopez rocked her iconic Versace gown again for SNL. When you really look at it, that that thing looks like a bathing suit cover up. It's a weird outfit, but it was it's the confidence that went with it that made it iconic. Lady Gaga showing up to the red carpet with the meat. By the way, when that first hit, no one was saying, oh, my gosh, what an icon, what a queen. As far as the press goes, they're like, what a freaking weirdo. She's always shows up with something super extravagant. Like, you know what I'm saying? And Billie Eilish saying yikes to that was just kind of like, yeah, that was a weird fashion choice then. Like, I think that Lady Gaga is iconic. I love everything that she does. It's a masterpiece. There was thought behind it, and I get that. But you can't, like, get mad at the girl for saying that it's, you know, that it was kind of like a yikes situation because yikes is right. And someone else pointed out that she's a vegan, so maybe she was, like, scared of meat, which, like, whatever, get over yourself. But Lady Gaga's outfit was not freaking cute. That was not a cute outfit. So leave... Billy alone. So then she goes on Jimmy Kimmel. Like I said, I don't remember which is which is first, which is second. And Jimmy asks her about Van Halen. And she's like, I don't know who that is. And I'm going to be honest with all of you. If you played me a fucking Van Halen song, I probably wouldn't know what it is. And I am so tired of people getting mad at others for not knowing their shit. I'm sorry, what? I'm supposed to know every fucking band that's ever been created ever no. Most of the time when somebody asks me if I know a band, I lie. 10 out of 10, most of the time, I'm like, uh-huh, I know that. Because especially if I say I don't know who that is, they're like, are you in radio? It's like, yes. And I can probably name you all of Shawn Mendes' singles, but no, I don't know what, you know, Little Nas X's song on his fifth song on his album is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. And I, the only reason I know who that is is because of Old Town Road. And I really do like the kid and I support him. But it, it's really impossible for people to know everything. And she's 17 freaking years old and she's nominated for several Grammys. She's had a very impressive career early on. And obviously she did that without knowing who fucking Van Halen is. So leave her the F alone. And I get it. If somebody went on a show and said they didn't know who Beyonce was, I would probably be like, okay, you know, like rough. But just this idea that she's like canceled over the fact that she didn't like Lady Gaga's outfit or that she didn't she didn't know who Van Halen was. It's like, bitch, relax. And then she brought up a good point. So she won an award, actually, um, for Variety. And she thanked them for not making her sound like an idiot. And I have to give it to her about Jimmy Kimmel like that was an obviously pointed question and I have seen that when young 
when young um, singers are being interviewed, they're constantly asked about what other people deem as, quote unquote, the greats. Right. So, um, you know, the fact that he he was hoping that she wouldn't know who that is because they're like just to poke fun at. Haha, you're young. It's like, yeah, what do you. Yeah, she's young. And successful. What is the punchline? What what is the joke there? And I get it because our friend Alex is a little bit younger than us. And sometimes I like to poke fun at him by asking him if he knows certain references and stuff. And like now that I've done this, I'm sorry, what? Maybe I'll stop because maybe that is really rude and annoying. But like hearing from it from Billie Eilish's point of view, you're just like, dude, leave her alone. She didn't know who Van Halen was. Relax. Like it's... Every band is important to somebody for another reason. Like I said, like if someone said they didn't know who Beyonce was, I'd be annoyed because I love Beyonce. But I'm not going to get fucking mad at them because they don't know who that is. Like, who cares? She knows who Green Day is. Well, maybe Little Nas X doesn't know who that is. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we attack young artists for being young and we attack people younger than us because we want them to fail because we don't want the generation below us to be better than us. But guess what? That is the only way that we move on as a future. The younger generation, we can either teach them or shit on them. So how about instead of yelling at her about not knowing who Van Halen was, maybe just let her know, hey, this is who I am. This is who Van Halen is. These are his song, their songs. Maybe you would really like them instead of shitting all over her. God, sorry. What? Leave Billie Eilish alone. People are so rude. Um, also wanted to let speaking of young people who are talented, apparently Stormy is already snowboarding at 22 months. This is uh, Kylie Jenner's kid, obviously. And that's just annoying because I am at the bright age of 27 and I've still never even been on a snowboard. So um, apparently I didn't have rich snow parents that were making me go do that. So anyways, I actually used to coach at a school in Marin and they have a snow week. And that's in addition to winter break. Like, I'm sorry what they had so many parents, so many rich parents pulling their fucking kids out of school to go skiing and snowboarding that the school district actually had to make a week for them to go do it. I'm like so shook beyond belief about this. It just is so, so bizarre. And you guys, I might go a little bit longer than my normal 30 minutes today because I wanted to give you that big update of my life and my epiphany. But I also kind of wanted to talk about something else that I was thinking about today. And um, it's kind of about, and I'm sorry, what? about toxic people in your life. And here's what I think is so interesting. So one of the big things, and I will talk about this a bunch, I'm sure, that I loved about my 2019 is that I I managed to distance myself from a few people. And I'm not saying I did a good job of everybody. I'm not saying this is what I was supposed to do. People who weren't bringing me joy, like that chick who was like, is the skirt bringing you joy? Yes or no? Like you kind of do that with the people in your life. But here's the hard part about doing that. Cutting the toxic people out is very hard. But what's hard is when your friends don't see that person the same way you do. I think and this is like such an underlying like no one really talks about that part. But like if I hate Betty, okay, and, you know, my best friend is Veronica and, you know, maybe Betty was really rude to me. And in my opinion, I think she's a bad person. But to Veronica, like, they're still close. Like, I I can't be mad at Veronica for still being mad at 
Betty. But that's what's hard about cutting somebody out that you're close to is that you feel like you're losing this also entire other group of people. And you're not and it's not that you're losing them because it is it's actually okay that that Veronica's not mad at Betty. But it's okay that you are too. And it's okay that everybody's still friends. But I think that's like such the hard part because you want your friends to hate everybody that you hate. Like, I'm sorry, what? But Misery Loves Company is a real fucking ass thing. And people want to be surrounded with people who hate the same people. It's like, you know, the best bond you get with 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 other human beings is when you both hate the same human being. And yeah, that's fucked up. But it's so true. There are so many people I have bonded with and got very close with best friendship level because we both didn't like the same person. And that's like, that's where the bonds hit. And, you know, but it's hard when when you when you you're alone, alone just hate somebody and then you're seeing them all together. And I think like that was the hard part for me was I also knew that if it came down to me cutting out you know, some of these toxic people, I was going to lose a few with that. And anybody who is going to choose a side without talking to you is not worth being in your life anyways. So if you are cutting somebody else out, so say I want to cut Betty Betty out and Betty's like, well, I'm going to talk shit to Veronica and Veronica's like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I'm going to take Betty's side, but not even have a conversation with you about it. Like that person is good enough to be gone anyways. And I hope you love the Riverdale examples. I don't know who I am in this scenario. Maybe Cheryl or Jughead, which would be mad if he was weird if he was mad at Betty. Anyways, so I I was just thinking about that today. And I really hope that people kind of get more okay with this idea that someone might not be right for you right now. And it's okay that they're right for someone else right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we all get in fights with people and we all realize that somebody is is not the person that we need in their lives at, at certain moments. Like there are friends that are going to be in your life forever, but there are also people who are only supposed to be here for a little bit of time. They're supposed to be here to help you transition and for you to help transition them from one point to another. And you don't have to hate that person. But maybe they're still in someone else's life and you cannot get mad. Like I cannot get mad at Veronica for still wanting to be Betty's friend. That's not fair because Betty didn't do anything to Veronica and Veronica's eyes. Or even if she did, even if Betty was bullying both Veronica and me, like, and and I decided I didn't want to deal with that shit anymore. And she did like we you just can't. I know. I know it sucks and it's hard because that I, I really want everyone to hate everybody that I do. I like literally get so mad when I see on Instagram people hanging out with each other, like someone I love and someone I hate. It just drives me nuts. And I know for a fact because I have a few of these in my life of people that I'm friends with that, you know, other people don't really like. and I know it bothers them, but just don't make someone else feel guilty because I'm sorry what but you can't control people like that's it's just that's just not how things work so be true to yourself don't don't keep somebody in your life just for someone else don't keep Betty for Veronica Veronica will understand if she doesn't she's not a good friend and I'm telling you the weight that has been lifted off me I know that I'm gonna see some of these people in passing or at mutual friend events, but I'm so excited to not worry about them anymore. I mean, Taylor Swift's song, I Forgot That You Existed, is one of the most, like, 
helpful and iconic songs, like not only for exes, but literally for f- broken friendships. It's like, I thought that it would kill me, but it, it didn't. It helped me to let go of that person. So if you're sitting there struggling with someone and you've tried and tried and tried and tried to connect with them and it's just not working, it, it's okay to say goodbye without actually having to sit there and have a long conversation of goodbye. Natural drifts are a thing. And, you know, I just, this was another one of my hangover epiphanies I was having this morning that I wanted to share with you. So also get drunk and have hangovers because apparently they really save your life. And the older you get, the more you're going to get, just an FYI. Everyone always told me that growing up and I was like, "Eh, no, it sucks. I throw up all the time. Ever since 26, 27, I'm sure it's just going to get worse. It won't stop me, but it is also like, well, okay, if I throw up after I drank, does that mean like I didn't eat that Taco Bell last night? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, this has been a lo- very long ranty. I'm sorry. What? Um, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Like I said, I know I'm only on episode four, but this is my favorite thing. I love talking into a microphone and feeling like I'm sitting in a room with everybody who's listening. I hope that it's helpful. Please let me know stupid shit going on in the world that you want me to bitch about. It's my favorite activity. I love a good vent sesh. I'm all about it. That's my number one friendship keys. I can vent it out with you and and I will pretend to hate whoever you want to hate at that time, but maybe not hate them in real life. But if you need me to hate someone, I'll hate them for a little bit. Um, And yeah. Okay. Um, I love you all. Have a great day. Don't forget to follow me on all social media platforms at Ashley Sleek. TBH, I'm the most active on the gram. And don't forget to listen now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe and that would be amazing. You can leave me some star ratings unless you're going to do one, two or three. Don't bother. Four or five. Very acceptable. Um, okay. Bye.